You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. The Guide to Goals podcast gives you the tools, direction, and resources you need to pursue your passion project. I'm Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst, and this is the Guide to Goals podcast. Our guest today is Chris Hughesong, and we're going to talk about breaking through roadblocks. Chris is a media strategist and business advisor to large brands, TV shows, sports teams, speakers, and authors. He loves to listen to dreams and help people reach them. Chris is a father, entrepreneur, speaker, consultant, tech geek, and a romantic. Welcome, what? Chris. <laughs> You're saying that like you did give me your bio, but it's awesome. So I had to, I had to I read know. it as is. Um, so, so yeah, why, why do you go with that? And you can introduce yourself a little. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Why, why do you go with the, the flowy bio, which is awesome? I mean, it stands out. Well, it's, it's super flowy, but it's, it, it came from my passion of social media of being able to put something quickly together that somebody could understand everything they're going to hear from me. And uh, so that bio came out of Twitter. Um, for me having to create something that I could communicate what you're going to hear from my Twitter feed. Oh, perfect. Okay, and so you've already alluded to the fact, your social media background, so why don't you share a little bit more about sure. about who you are and how you got to what you're doing now? Well, I, I grew up in sales. I've been selling since probably like the sixth grade, you know, doing my own jobs. Um, my dad was a... Uh, MLM junkie. Um, he's which was funny because he's a uh, he's an engineer and an introvert. And in those businesses, you got to communicate with a lot of people. And I think I, he did it to break through the roadblock of of that. So it forced him to go out and do things like that. But the benefit to me was I got to listen to all those motivational tapes and going to sell stuff and hear from people like Brian Tracy on my eight track, if I'm going to date myself that much, oh. <laughs> um, I had, <laughs> so I would play cassette tapes in my eight track adapter to, on my day bed when I was young, 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 and just listen to that kind of stuff. And it programmed me from day one and to give credit to my mom too. She, um, was the person that would always tell you, you could know, you know, you can do anything you want. You can do it anything you want. You're, you know, it, no girl was good enough. The teacher was always wrong. I was always the golden person, you know. So to her credit, um, it's helped me in a lot of ways in my life to kind of live by the motto of never, never, never give up. I, I have one of those moms as well, so I completely get the you can you can pursue whatever you want, which is I guess why I do this because it, it, it really go. is it really is a mentality, right? You you need to know that you could do something before you can do it whether you know Correct. how to do whatever. Yes? Well, well it's the mind, it's, it's exactly what you said, is, is believing that you can. Um, I um, run into entrepreneurs regularly. I work with them, I help them, CEOs, different companies that come to me because they have a problem. 
or they, they, they want to make more sales or because they want to achieve something. And a lot of times they come to me because, oh, I think social media will fix that. And so it's kind of my um, shiny object that attracts their attention. But um, what I end up helping them do is overcome that roadblock, find the thing that's keeping them from what they want. Um, and a lot of times they just didn't expect roadblocks. They didn't expect something to be in the way. They had this great idea and they just expected everybody to agree with them and then, then be multimillionaires. And it's not necessarily the case. Things happen. Um, you may not uh, have a perfect product. There might need to be the change. There might need to be something else. Or it might be that product that gets you to decide or find that next thing that actually is what you're supposed to be doing. And so the question is this. Do people put up roadblocks or do roadblocks appear or is it a mixture or what? So great question um, because um, I'm personally very solutions oriented. Um, you know, my daughter will, you know, a lot of times give me the answer of, you know, oh, dad, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then she'll see my eyes glaze over or me check out because the minute you say can't, you know, I, it's almost like I don't hear you. And so I, I believe a lot of times we do create those because of um, our environment, because of what we've seen, because of what our mom said or didn't say. Um, things do happen. So we have to be prepared that you have to expect roadblocks to happen. So um, the answer is both in my world. And, and I just I just keep hearing the ex-boyfriend and the reason he's an ex is he thought he got in the wrong line. So he clearly our mentalities were a lot different. <laughs> Let's just yep. we'll, we'll leave it at that. So what do people what are some of the common roadblocks? Let's let's start with that. Well, uh, I don't know how to sell. I'm not good at marketing. I'm um, scared. I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that um, a lot of times. And in, in people that are, say, writing a book, right, that's their passion. They want to communicate a message. But like in my place, in, in my position, it's something that, you know, I've had to get help to do because I have dyslexia. Um, and so transposing the words and communicating things are difficult. I'm much better in person. I'm much better verbally. And I think I developed that as a way to get around my roadblock of communication. But um, in that, you know, I could have kept myself from moving forward um, in a digital world where I have to write all the time. I could have said, I can't do that. I, I need to do something where I don't write or I don't communicate or I don't type. Um, so um, what I did early on in my life is I learned how to use a computer that gave me grammar, that gave me spelling. You know, if it wasn't for me designing a computer back before they were um, all the rage, um, you know, I wouldn't have passed high school. I wouldn't have made it through college. Um, I wouldn't have made it through theology school. Uh, those are the things that helped me. Um, you know, uh, in my life um, going through theology school, I had to memorize the book of John. Now, sounds like a big task. For me, it took three, four, five times longer because I had to read word by word, line by line, you know, and, and do that. So those are the type of things that, you know, we could say that, you know, that's just something that happened. I was born that way. Or you could say that was something I had to come over, you know, overcome. I had a Jay Samet on the show a, a few weeks ago, and he was talking about a lot of the big innovators are dyslexic because they've had to, the way their brains work is they had to figure out a different way to do things. So it's, it's, I guess it's case in point, 
Case in yes. point, right? Case in point. <laughs> and it's it's really that in my life. There's been a lot of challenging things in my childhood, challenging things in my life. And when I when I sit back and think about it, you know, if there was not enough groceries in my in my pantry when I was growing up, I had to think of how to create something I wanted to eat, you know, and, and just those little tiny creative things have, have, have always been part of my life. When I look back, when I look in the, the challenges and the, and the opportunities in my life, it was always my ability to find solutions and not give up that helped me get through. So roadblocks are opportunities. That's basically what you're saying. So everybody they, should want them. <laughs> it's true. Um, roadblocks, roadblocks, do help you grow. They do challenge you um, and expect them. I don't know that you want them, but definitely expect them. Okay, so let, let's go with a couple different examples. Someone said, because my audience are is full of people who either they have a day job and they're working on a passion project on the side or they, they are entrepreneurs who have separate side projects, whether it's writing a book or launching a product or whatever. So let, let's take a couple of the different roadblock examples and offer some solutions to getting sure. getting through it. So someone says, I can't sell. What do you say? What do you recommend? What do you tell okay. them to do? So great. So, so first is remove the word can't. Um, you know, I have not learned to. I have not found the resource that helps me. Um, I haven't um, found the right mentor to help me communicate what I want to do. I haven't found the product that I enjoy selling. I'm passionate enough that it just happens. Those are those are the ideas that you have to, but you really have to start with removing that word can't. The negative information is, as you know in your world, is, is what's going to stop you. Mm -hmm. And so, but identifying that roadblock is number one. If you identify selling is the challenge or selling is the roadblock, if that's truly what it is, it's not your fear. It's not your your perception of having not the skill or the ability, but it's actually I need to create revenue. I need to sell these books. What do I do? Then we can talk about that roadblock and how to move forward. So, for example, I have a product. It's wonderful, and no one's buying it. Great. No one's buying it today. So the next thing you need to do is find some people in your world, find some experts, use Twitter, reach out to people, and brainstorm solutions. Give them, this is my product, this is why it's amazing, how can I get people to see it, know it, love it, and buy it? I so that's the, seek the advice. Brainstorm and seek advice from experts and other people in your community because truthfully, if you're adding value with a product, a lot of people want to help you. That's a very good point. And brainstorming is one of my favorites because, and I just gave this assignment today to someone that come up with 20 ideas, pick your best five, but you can't pick, you can't just write down five and do five. You need the whole list, right? Correct. You're right. And then, and then seek advice from somebody like you that's going to help you go through that list and say, Oh, you know what? That'll work. That won't. Or this is, I've tried this in the past because so many people have been down the path of writing a book of having a passion project, of trying to create something on the side while also doing a family and another job. Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's, there's a community. Um, social media is a great place to reach out and, you know, and listen to podcasts like this to get those results. 
Because like in my life, the same thing, learning how to be a solutions-oriented person came from listening to people like Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins, you know, those people early on in my life. You got, uh, for lack of a better word, programmed early on from right. everywhere. You had like stereo programming on certain Big Mickey Mouse earphone stereos. Uh, I, I just can see it, Chris. <laughs> Let's take another scenario. What do you okay. tell the... And a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs trying to write books and they can't, they are unable to get stuff out of their head. So, what do you recommend for someone who wants, whether it's a book or a blog post, someone who cannot get, get it written? That's the roadblock. I can't write, which yeah. I laugh when so people say that. <laughs> let's say I haven't been able to figure out how to work writing into my life. I haven't, I haven't quite figured out that solution. What's the best way to do that? So first thing would be to set a time frame, right? I'm going to write X times a week, this time during the day. I'm going to complete chapter one by February 15th. Set the date, right? And then you have to take action. You have to do it. Um, I recently uh, started working uh, on a new diet and exercise program called um, now I'm going to forget the name of it, uh, the body reset and, you know, doing it initially was hard because my refrigerator is full of stuff that wasn't part of the, the regimen. Um, doing the exercise twice a day was something that I hadn't put into my schedule. So I had to clean out my refrigerator. I had to clean out my pantry, put the right things in there, get an app that would help remind me of when to go, how many steps I take, which exercise, give your tools to set yourself up for success and take action. Which is basically the solution to any roadblock, right? Anything. Though step one is figure out what the challenge is. Step two is come up with some ideas, make a game plan. And step three is do it. There you go. Yeah. It's like... It's, it, everybody, you know, it, it sounds overly simplistic, and I hope that your listeners don't don't <laughs> take it that way, but it really is. And I know... You know, there's big problems in your life. There's big challenges. There's big roadblocks. And, you know, to, to, to oversimplify it in this manner, it, it, it almost makes them trivial. But it's not. It's really just that way. And the, 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 the positive side, the silver lining of that, the bigger and harder those challenges are, the more you're going to learn, the more you're going to benefit, and the people in your life are going to benefit when you put these plans in action. So taking that action is going to make a much larger impact. So it's not to trivialize this, it's to say that's why it's so important that you do. Very, very good point. And I find, myself, I, I find myself saying that too. It's like, easy, you just do this, this, and this. And, and you bring such a good point because it does sound like you're simplifying it, but it kind of is. It's the stuff you have to do that's the work. Correct. Um, I, I typically speak in movie quotes. Um, if you, you know, if you don't, if you don't watch movies, we probably can't be best friends, but the, um, the movie, the edge, um, is really a big movie in my life. That's about some people that are in a plane crash and a bear starts chasing them, but they, you know, they find themselves, they're all these city dwellers, a rich guy, a, a, a movie producer, an actor, and, um, they start looking around. What are we going to do? We're in the middle of Alaska. We don't know what to do. And, what they, you know, the, a quote that comes out of it is what people die of is shame. They die of not being able to take action, not doing the one thing they can do 
to move forward. You know, they sit there and, and ponder their failures. They ponder their inactions. They ponder what they don't have, and then they end up failing and dying. So it's, it's in our life is taking those moments where there's no hope in our mind and finding a solution and getting through that, that strengthen us and give us the ability to move forward and make big impact and live. Living very <laughs> important. It, well, it's yeah. very important. I, I think, and you think everybody should enjoy their life. And sure, if you're working a gig that you don't love, at least if you have a side project or a passion project, there's something in your life that you do enjoy. So you get that balance, right? You have to be flexible, right? I mean, we all have to do what it takes to be able to pay the bills. We all have to do what it takes to, you know, make time for the people in our life. You know, we can't just to the wind throw everything away. Or maybe you can, but in, in some cases you can't and or you shouldn't or you choose not to at this time. You know, you postpone. I noticed I used the word can't a couple of times and I'm trying to figure out how to do, remove those from that sentence. But you really have to be flexible. Right. You have to um, say, OK, I'm going to work extra. I'm going to get up earlier. I'm going to not go to the movies. I'm going to you know, learn how to dictate while I'm walking on the beach so I can exercise and spend time and be able to get my book completed. Those are, you know, find solutions. Right. I don't have time is not an answer. That is is correct. I think the 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 big reason why I like doing guided goals on this podcast is and the reason I keep these short, these these podcasts are about 20 minutes because I like to think anybody can find 20 minutes in their week, even if they're doing something else while they're listening. And then in a minute, we're, we're going to give some goals and assignments to the listeners because the, they're simple things people can do. And if you do them a little bit at a time, you'll make progress. But if you True. freak out and don't do anything, then, you know... Well, I, I get it. I don't, I, I don't have I, the rest I, of that sentence. I work, I work, I work with a, a client right now called Elixinol. Um, they provide hemp oil to people in, that want to get healthy, not high, because all the healing properties of cannabis that are in marijuana are also in hemp. So um, a lot of people want medical marijuana, and they've talked about it and different reasons they should make it legal. But hemp is legal today and is available everywhere. So there's, there's people out there that don't know that because of the confusion or the education uh, be, between the different two plants, hemp and, and marijuana. So the big challenge I have is getting that, that message communicated to people on a regular basis so they know the difference because they don't want their 11-year-old daughter that has um, epilepsy to not get the healing properties, but they also don't necessarily want her to be high. So that's why we want to get that message out. And it's, it's people, you know, a lot of people say, what am I going to do in a, in a desperate situation where your daughter has epilepsy or your, your family member has other issues that they wish they could feel better from, you know, it's finding those solutions. So that's why it's very important for me to never give up, to start finding ways to give more messages, to communicate and educate people on that product. Do you think we gave enough examples? Are, are there any other real common? I know we talked about I can't sell, I can't write, I can't get my product to the right audience. Well, Did I miss anything? Um, self doubt. My book's not good enough. My my idea is not good enough. It's not valuable. Um, it's that that self doubt that's probably the the biggest one um, in my world is 
is believing in yourself. And like I told you earlier, I'm pre-programmed to have an overly sense of success in mind that I can do it, but a lot of people don't. And, you know, whether it's teenagers, whether it's, you know, parents, whether it's, you know, people in business, entrepreneurs or book writers, a lot of times that self-doubt comes in and that's okay. It's, you can't be, you shouldn't be fearful of that. Uh -huh. Yeah, you got me saying it. But is, is to face that and really ask those questions. They're coming up for a reason. What are those doubts coming up for? And the doubts are coming up because of some other thing in your life. Somebody's not getting supported. You're not moving fast enough. You have set timelines that aren't realistic. Um, most, most entrepreneurs and a lot of writers um, set really, really um, aggressive short-term goals and not so aggressive long-term goals. And it, that causes us to feel defeat, causes us to feel doubt. And if, if you're doing the things we talked about, brainstorming and talking to other people, you can help adjust those goals so that um, you can see success, you can move forward. And truthfully, be honest enough with yourself to know that maybe your product isn't good. Maybe your book isn't good. Maybe you need to switch it. Um, I have a, a saying that, you know, a lot of times when I come to a client, um, I'm going to trust that you believe your baby is, is not ugly. Right. I'm going to go forward and believe that this product you say is amazing is amazing. I don't know that necessarily to be true, but I will trust that it is. So, um, you, you know, you have to look at yourself and decide, am, am I being delusional? Is my baby actually good looking or ugly and move forward? That's such a, a really good way to put it. Let, let's. <laughs> I, I do want to wrap up soon, but not before I touch on work-life balance. What do you do to make sure you have that? Because you're, you know, you and I communicate online. You, you're always up to something, so <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> Sometimes not, but okay, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely up to something quite a bit, and uh, work-life balance is a big part of what I do. Um, you know, my daughter lives with me and I want to spend time with her. Um, and setting those boundaries are, are a daily challenge. You know, she, she wants something, she wants to spend time. She wants me to pick her up from school, something, you know, some, some need on dad. And that, that push is, uh, is, is not always easy to set a boundary. I also have to work. I also have to work with clients. I have appointments and meetings. So that work-life balance is it, a daily challenge, and it's it's knowing that you can say yes and knowing that you can say no to both the work and to life and being okay with that. Um, you know, there's times in my life where I have to work 24 hours a day for three days, and then there's uh, other times in my life where I don't. And it's it's knowing that you have to be flexible and knowing what your goals are, your priorities, and moving forward. My daughter's a priority, so I make her that. That's great. So now we have to give some assignments. And I've got a, I've got a good idea on the professional goal, which is to identify a roadblock mm -hmm. and then brainstorm a solution. And I'd say come up with 20 solutions, whether you, you come up with them yourself or you reach out to someone who can offer some insight. What, what do you think? Is that a good uh, Yeah, thing? those are two definitely things. And set a time frame to do that and set a time frame okay uh, do you want to throw out a personal goal well in work-life balance right or setting setting a, a life goal right what I again challenging for me is reading and I know that every day 
um, I try and read something. And whether it's professional or personal, that reading, is, it's the difference in, in what you're going to do is the people you know and what you read. So, um, you know, I challenge everybody to figure out a, a plan to add reading quality material on a regular, every day. I know we can talk on this topic for much longer than 20, 25 minutes, but um, so we'll just have to have you back. Well, thank you very much. And if any of your um, listeners uh, would like to connect with me on Twitter, it's just my name, Chris, C-H-R-I-S-H-U-S-O-N-G on Twitter. Okay. And I will have your information also in the show notes on guidedgoals.com. Great. So everybody, you no longer have an excuse. You can, you can no longer say can't. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Chris, for joining us and everybody for listening. This is Deborah Eckerling on the Guide to Goals podcast. And just keep on doing what you're doing. Move forward because we believe you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.